0: well, let's get right to it. Why did I choose this scripture from judges? It's because I want you to know something about Deborah's song. Now, who was Deborah? She was a judge, which means that she was one of the first, one of the very first leaders of Israel well before David, sometime before or around the 12th century before the Common Era. She was a prophet who lived at a time when Israel was under the foot of oppression in what's called the land of Ephraim. And to the degree I can, I actually want to frame these places with specific locations in the Bible because I want you to just think of what's happening in the world, particularly a world that is at war in the Holy Land, and how the biblical texts are in that same place. So the land of Ephraim includes what's now the town of Ramallah, where I just was last summer, and that's in the West Bank. And it includes the green line, the land of Ephraim, if you know what that is, the 1967 line. So it's in the middle of the Holy Land, and that's where they were. And the king of Canaan at that time was their enemy, and he was in charge there. And So the story that Deborah Deborah is involved in is that at God's instruction, in her role as a prophet, Deborah rallied up the troops to fight against their oppressors, and they won. And just out of the battle that she had led them into, she sings this song. And as she does, she acknowledges her sister-in-arms, Ja'el, who, and how effective Ja'el was on the battlefield. These women, you need to understand, are warriors. We don't hear about that so much in the tradition, but they were. I've never even preached on this, right? These were warrior women who were successful warriors. But war is also awful. And out of that horror and loss and trauma, Deborah decided to sing this song. Now, I personally have never been on that kind of battlefield myself, some of you have. But what I do know is that battle is brutal, beyond brutal. And the totality of Deborah's song reflects just that. Now, maybe you've been on a battlefield. Maybe you haven't. But chances are, like me, you have been at battle with yourself. And breaking the chains of that habit can be the hardest thing we could possibly do. So impossible even that, hmm, maybe we could only pull it off through divine intervention. Because, you know, God does intervene. God will fight that battle for you. Exodus chapter 14 And 14. The Lord will fight your battle for you. Just hold your peace. Deborah came off of the battlefield and the first thing that she did was to praise God. She praised her comrades like Jael and then she praised herself. What do you make of that? Let's ask Jesus. Someone asked Jesus, teacher, what must we do to inherit eternal life? And his answer is, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And your neighbor as yourself. And Deborah sang her song of praise, praising God, neighbor, and self, a good 12,000 years before Jesus was even born. But her song, just off the battlefield, actually follows Jesus' formula, love God, neighbor, and yourself. And I'm going to give you a more current example that I immediately thought of when I heard about it. And it was in the news not very long ago. I thought of Deborah's song when I learned about something that happened at the Emmys, the Emmy Awards. When Nisi Nash, gave her victory speech. And here's how Ms. Nisi sang De- Deborah's song. First, she acknowledged her victory, but she couldn't do that without saying this. Thank you to the Most High for this divine moment. Beautiful, right? Next, she acknowledged some of the people who got her there. And then she said, do you know who I want to thank? I want to thank me. Now that made the news. A lot of people picked up on it. They thought it was funny or they thought it maybe even was arrogant, but I think either assessment missed the point. Here's what she said next, and I want to quote, I want to thank me for believing in me. And doing what they said I could not do and I want to say to myself in front of all of you beautiful people go on girl with your bad self you did that that's what she said and we should know that Ms. Niecy was not being arrogant I call her Ms. because we haven't met and she hasn't invited us on a first-name basis but Ms. Niecy was not being arrogant she wasn't making a joke no She was modeling something that so many of us struggle to do ourselves. She sang Deborah's song. She followed Jesus's most fervent command by loving herself rightly. By loving herself in the context of her love of God and neighbor, Ms. Nisi, on that stage had just come off of her own battlefield, y'all. She had just come off the battlefield and she had a song to sing too. And you, I know some, but I don't know what battles you are facing right now. I don't know if you're on the battlefield or coming off of it or headed in. Your spirit may very well be at war. But for this season, however you frame your Lenten discipline and whatever it is that you're facing, please, just let God in. Make that your priority. Make that your Lenten discipline. And as you do, let God in. Notice, taste, and see God's goodness because God is already fighting your battles. They will come for you one way, but God will send them running in seven. Let God in. And borrowing from Deborah's song, may your enemies be eradicated, but may those who love you be like the sun as it rises in its might. And let the church say, amen. Thank you so much for joining us for this element of worship. We are so grateful that you have entrusted the park with this moment to hear music, to listen to the word of God, whatever it may be. And we just ask for your support. The park only functions with the generous donations of people like you. And 100% of your donation goes to the incredible ministries of this church, which give and give and give again. Thank you for the ways that you give in advance and for all that you might be ready to give in the future. God bless you, and amen.